0: have what it takes to ace a business loan application? To be an applicant so good that lenders can't help but throw money at you? Maybe they won't throw money at you, but getting money is not as difficult as you might think. Welcome to the first episode of In Debt with Ulrika Lerbo for 2023. I'm the director of Sparrow Loans, a private property lender in Australia. It's amazing to be back in the swing of things and recording content again. This week, I'll give you the tips and tricks of what you need to succeed in your next business loan application. And unlike your grandma's delicious tiramisu recipe, we won't be gatekeeping any secrets. All right, then keep your secrets. But first for some context, what is a business loan? Business loans are a capital boost. You can put to work for any business purpose. Whether you're a cafe owner looking to expand or a law firm needing a quick cash flow injection, a business loan gives you the reins to control your finances and fund your next move. Typically, business loans also refer to cash flow loans, which are secured simply by the business itself rather than any specific or tangible asset. As the term cash flow loan suggests, it means the lender is essentially lending you a sum of money that is based on your affordability from an assessment of your cash flow. Now onto the applications. Let's say you're a 45-year-old Marriottville local who owns a hip craft brewery called Splinters. You man the operation with a small team that plays way too much Arctic Monkeys and were never really good with the details. Splinters is successful, but the financial records are in shambles. Nonetheless, you stride into your meeting with your lender and pitch a case, thinking you've blown them away. Then, radio silence. The three to five business day response time comes and goes, and the tumbleweeds begin to blur over the financial savannah. To add salt to the wound, they hit you with a, sorry, but we can't help you message. I'm sure that hurt. But how do you fix it? Listen on for here is a guide to getting approved the first time. The first thing a lender wants to know when you're looking for finance is the reason you've entered the finance ring. Lenders don't have a crystal ball. So when you approach them looking for money, they don't know who you are, why you need money or what your cash flow looks like. It is essential to have a clearly defined purpose in your business plan as this is one of the first questions a lender will ask. Bringing it back to splinters, the lender will want to know if you're a reasonable business who won't be going in over their head with the extra capital. Does this line up with the goals in your business plan? Do you really need the money? Would another fermentation tank be overkill? The last thing a lender wants is to lend money with no business purpose. The second point is your repayment capability, aka your business's cash flow. This is one of the most crucial parts of your application for a business loan. You must have prepared a profit and loss or cash flow statement to show your lender that you have the funds to repay them. Think of your initial discussion with your lender as a first meeting with the in-laws, except these in-laws have a credit license and need to meet ASIC's responsible lending rules. Yikes. (laughs) They want to see that you have stable income, act with integrity, and stay on top of your affairs. Lenders acting in good faith will only write loans that their borrowers can service comfortably. This is where bulletproof financial statements can go a long way. In particular, you want a watertight profit and loss and cash flow statement. There are two pitfalls to avoid here, miscategorizing and misreporting. Categorizing things wrongly in your statements is like putting clean clothes in the dirty laundry basket. It's unforgivable and would bring an accountant to tears. It signals to your lender that you don't know what you're doing or that you don't manage your finances well. Reporting things wrongly, on the other hand, is like putting dirty laundry in the wardrobe. Pure chaos. If a lender sees this, they will lose confidence in your ability to sustainably repay a loan and manage your business. You're still not out of the woods if the reporting is done right, though. This brings us to the holy trinity of approval ratios and the five C's of credit. The Holy Trinity includes the debt-to-EBITDA, which is earnings before income, tax, depreciation and amortization, your debt-to-assets ratio and your DSCR, which is your debt-service cover ratio. A business's debt-to-EBITDA ratio tells a lender how long a company would need to operate at its current capacity to pay off all its debts. It's a powerful indicator on whether a company is likely to default on debt, making it a lender's best friend for risk management. If it is abnormally high for your industry, a lender won't touch you with a 10-foot pole. On to the next ratio, debt to assets highlights how much you're leveraging your assets with respect to your debt levels. This shows a lender the capital structure of the business and flags any risky levels of debt funding. An unusual debt-to-assets ratio is like an amber light warning lenders to be cautious. Finally, the DSCR, which is the debt-service-cover ratio, measures how much cash a business has to pay its current debt obligations. Current debt classifies as debt that is relatively short-term, and that will come due within the next 12 months. Though no industry standard exists, a DSCR of at least two is considered very strong. It signals to your lender that you have enough operating income to service your debt twice. Either you're earning very well, or your debts are very low and manageable. As you can see, lenders will not just take your word that your cash flow is sufficient. The ones that do will charge you an arm and a leg in exchange for the due diligence process over the financials. If there are holes in the accounting, Missing tax lodgements, your ratios don't stack up, or unusual sums of money floating around without explanation, they won't approve you. So keep credible, timely, and accurate records that would make an accountant blush. And apply for funds when you're in a stable financial position. This brings me to my next point, which is in order to get approved in your business loan application, you should also understand your lender's loan requirements well. Even if your business is in good stead, things might not stack up for your lender. They tend to have strict requirements for the loans that they plan to write, and this can differ lender to lender, and some lenders may also require some underlying security which you must meet. So what kind of security are lenders looking for? Lenders prefer assets with a measurable market value that can be converted to cash, have an active buyer base, be utilized for business use, and have transferable ownership. You get bonus points if your property is located in a metropolitan or regional hub. Some lenders will only take residential and commercial property as security, which is something to keep in mind. Of course, there are exceptions, but as a general rule of thumb, a well-located investment or commercial property will be the picture-perfect security. Nice. However, in the case of business loans and the traditional business loan, which we also refer to as a cash flow loan, You can use your accounts receivable as an asset to offer the lender as security. They'll often request a general security agreement over your entire business, which will affect you if you can't repay the loan. This is because under the typical business or cash flow loan, the lender is lending to you based on your affordability and your cash flow and not the collateral of an underlying asset. However, when you do sign a general security agreement The agreement does grant the lender an interest in the business's present and future assets, which they can sell to recover any outstanding loan amounts. The final step in the business loan application process is to nail the specifics and documentation. Before they approve you, lenders need to know the specifics, the amount you want to borrow, whether you can afford the monthly repayment profile, when you're planning to commence repayments, and the term of the loan. Knowing these things beforehand will save you time and make taking out a loan much smoother. Business loans generally require you to pay a principal and interest component where the loan is amortized throughout the loan term, such that when you make your last payment, you have repaid the entire loan. The lender will also need you to agree on exit fees, ongoing fees, early repayment fees and any legal fees if required. You must understand your obligations and be prepared to pay them as they come due. If you want more information or the list of documents that you may need for a business loan application, have a look at our Sparrow Loans page on LinkedIn. There's an article there which details the key documentation you may require. But just to give you a high-level summary, some important documents you'll need for a business loan are your financial statements, your bank statements, 100 points of ID, and a statement of financial position. This is essentially a summary of the assets and liabilities of the business and yourself. At times, if you're investing in PPE, you may also require to provide financial projections if you're relying on future cash flow that cannot be proven through historical records. Let's take it back to our first example now to summarize everything. The Marrickville Brewery that failed with its business loan application. They had been denied many times before, but with the help of this guide, things will be different. Splinters were careful in the application this time and included everything the lender asked. They provided a robust business plan, and they prepared financial statements. They didn't have any security, but they were ready for the expectation to sign the GSA, or the General Security Agreement. They had been through all the paperwork and the expectations of the loan. They were ready to stride into that meeting, get approved, and get funded. This is the switched-on capable borrower that a lender will want at the table. So take these tips and run with them the next time you're looking for funding. That's all for today. Thank you for listening again to our first episode of the year. I'm Ulrika Lerbo, and I wish you a lovely weekend ahead. I'll see you next week.